So our group chat with all the Locked On NHL hosts went absolutely bananas with the news that the Star Wars Holiday Special is coming out on November 17th. I guess I know how I'm going to celebrate this life day from Anaheim. It's Saturday night! It's Locked On Anaheim Ducks! With your host, Jason J.D. Hernandez. Welcome everyone to Locked on Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked on Podcast Network or TLOPN or Tlopin. How's everyone doing on this Saturday night? I'm getting used to these Saturday night shows and they're honestly a lot of fun to do just because I feel like I can be a little bit more loose. I feel like I just feel good because at the end of the week, and I could talk about pretty much whatever I want as long as it's related to hockey or something, I guess. But don't forget to rate, comment, subscribe if you have not already. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Ducks or follow me personally at StimpyJD. And also, also, you can hear this podcast on any podcasting platform that you desire. That includes Spotify, Apple Podcasts, whatever you want to listen to. Ham Radio, Smoke Signal. It doesn't matter. I don't mind if you listen on ham radio. I'm sure you can find some way to play this on that. So I opened up talking about Star Wars because we've mentioned before that a lot of us locked on NHL hosts, we love Star Wars. We really do. So when we saw the banner that it says Star Wars Holiday Special streaming November 17th, I was pretty excited about that. Hopefully it'll be better than the actual holiday special that took place all those years ago. On this life day, which is November 17th, for those of you that are fans of Star Wars. But I'm not going to talk about Star Wars the whole time, no siree. There is something that has come up recently that I did want to talk about and dedicate a whole episode to. So I'm going to do that today. Retired numbers. The Ducks have a few of them. Temu Solani's number 8. Paul Correa's number 9. Niedermeyer's number 27. So the Ducks have three retired numbers. Okay, great. So this begs the question, who's next? Who should be the next retired number? Honestly, there should be two of them, and I think both of them may retire at around the same time because they both came up around the same time. And I think you guys know exactly who I'm referring to. Ryan Getzloff and Corey Perry, two of the longtime Ducks that led them to postseason glory in 2007 and helped lead the Ducks to multiple division titles last decade. Ryan Getzloff's number 15, Corey Perry's number 10. Getzloff is still part of the Anaheim Ducks. He's there for one more season. His number will almost assuredly be retired because he's one of the more beloved and one of the longest-lasting Anaheim Ducks. He's been there his entire career. He got drafted in 2003. So, yeah, he's been there for 17 years. How about that? So, Getz's number 15 should absolutely be retired. Corey Perry's number 10. Well, he was part of that Ducks core, and he did win a Hart Trophy with the Ducks. And he did lead them to some great postseason glory. So number 10 should absolutely be retired, whether you love him or hate him. Just think about this. If it wasn't for Corey Perry, they wouldn't have had that great success in 2017, making it all the way to the conference final. If it wasn't for him, 
they wouldn't have won division title after division title after division title. You see where I'm going with this. If it wasn't for him in the kid line in 2007, they would not have won the cup. So this begs another question that I've been hearing a lot of lately. Believe me, I've heard this a lot. Is Ryan Getzloff a Hall of Famer right now? Right now, he's on the precipice. So then this begs the other question. Will he be a Hall of Famer at the end of his career? I'm going to make the case for Ryan Getzloff being in the Hall of Fame, despite a lot of fans out there and even some local fans saying, no, he should not be in the Hall of Fame. He doesn't have a 1,000 points. Well, he doesn't have a 1,000 points yet. Here's his stats so far. Ryan Getzloff has played 1,053 games, one of many players to reach the 1,000-game mark. He has scored 274 goals, 691 assists. That is 965 career points. He's only 35 points away from that elusive 1,000 mark. Something else to keep in mind. Ryan Getzloff is among the team leaders with the Anaheim Ducks. And I'll give you some stats right now. He's got the most games played as an Anaheim Duck with 1,053. He's third in goals with 274. He's right behind some other guys who are Hall of Fame caliber. Corey Perry, of course. Paul Correa. Tamu Solani. Hall of Fame. Assists. Ryan Getzloff easily leads the Ducks in all-time assists, 691. I think it's going to be a long time before anyone passes him on that mark. He is 23 points behind Tamu Solani. Solani had 988 career points with the Ducks. Getze has 965. If there is an NHL season this year, then you could almost guarantee that Getzloff will pass Solani as the most as the highest points leader in Ducks history. And I would almost guarantee that he'd reach that thousand point mark if there is a season. Because Ryan Getzloff's lowest point total was 39 points back in his rookie season. Even in this shortened season, he managed to score 42 points. So you've got to think he's going to score 35 points. I think he can do it and reach that 1,000-point mark. He's also fourth in power play goals with 81. Ahead of him are those same three, Solani, Korea, Perry. Game-winning goals. Getsy has 55. Guess who's ahead of him? Two guys, Corey Perry, Tamu Solani. You see the point I'm making. If Solani is in the Hall of... Well, Solani's like an absolute Hall of Famer. Paul Correa was borderline for a while. Correa doesn't even have a 1,000 career points. Of course, his career was cut short because of concussion issues. So there is the argument that if Correa is eventually going to make the Hall of Fame, then so will Ryan Getzloff. I'm going to keep it honest here. I don't think Ryan Getzloff is a first ballot Hall of Famer, not right now. If he can have two or three more great seasons, or at least one or two more great seasons, then I would say it's possible he could be a first ballot, but I doubt it. Just because of some of the other guys that are ahead of him, it's going to be very tough for Getsy to make it first time. But I think he will make it eventually. It took Korea a few years, so it might take Getzloff a few years as well. And I'm going to present more of the case of Ryan Getzloff after the first and only intermission of today. But do you guys need to fix your car? Is your car breaking down? Maybe you just want to soup it up a little bit. 
Then head over to rockauto.com that has all the parts your car will ever need. Maybe you're rich like the aforementioned Tamu Solani and you want to soup up your Aston Martin or one of your other fancy schmancy cars. Maybe you have a Rolls Royce. Yeah, Rock Auto has parts for Rolls Royces, Aston Martins. They have fancy car parts. They have regular car parts for your Nissan, your Toyota, your Honda, your Chevy. Whatever kind of car you drive, Rock Auto has the parts for you. And they are family owned and operated for over two decades. And they're very trusted and reliable. So go over to rockauto.com. And in the how did you hear about us box, tell them that Locked On Ducks sent you. Once again, that's rockauto.com. All the parts your car will ever need, Rock Auto. Yeah. Coming up after the intermission, more about the case for Ryan Getzloff being in the Hall of Fame. Stay locked in. Welcome back to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You're locked in with Jason, J.D. Hernandez, and sometimes you got to break through that fourth wall like I did earlier, or sometimes you got to break through that proverbial wall when you're working out, when you're at a work meeting, or when you just need to be awake in general. Well, Built Go is the healthy replacement for your energy drink, but the energy is not fake. It's lasting and natural. The folks at Bilko have been fantastic. And this is the same group that brought you the world's best tasting protein bar, which is Built Bar. And Built Go makes you the best at whatever you do. Sometimes you have to break through that wall like I had to do last Friday, climbing Mount Baldy at 8,500 feet. I needed some Built Go right then and there. And that helped me break through the wall and get to 10,000 feet. Or maybe you just need to get through that work meeting and you have to break through that wall. Built Go will help with that. They're available in easy to take one and a half ounce packages. Just put it in your briefcase for the most focused presentation ever. Or your golf bag to power through the back nine. Or maybe put it in your hockey bag to power yourself through that third period. Built Go is the best workout gel on the market. It's like the five-hour energy drink without the same crash feeling. Plus, it's natural, so it's better for the body. And believe me, climbing down Mount Baldy, there was no crash feeling for me. I felt fine. And it comes in three delicious flavors. Peanut butter honey, chocolate coconut, and chocolate mint. How does it work so well? Built Go combines energy gel with collagen protein. And it's fast absorbing, so it gets into the system fast, and it's easy on the stomach. It's loaded with great stuff like beta-alanine, B6, and B12. So go to BuiltGo.com and use promo code LOCKED to get 20% off your next order. Once again, use promo code LOCKED for 20% off at BuiltGo.com. All right. Speaking of breaking through the fourth wall, I'm going to tell you guys to keep on listening to Locked on Anaheim Ducks next week where we have a couple of special episodes. Hint, hint. Not going to say what exactly they are, but I'm just going to say they're special. Yeah, that's all I'm going to say. All right, so back to the case for Ryan Getzloff going into the Hall of Fame. There's a lot of cases out there for and against him. I'm on the side that says he should be in the Hall of Fame. I mean, look, he's had a fantastic career. He's not only got a Stanley Cup, but he's got two Olympic gold medals, a World Cup of Hockey Championship, 
and also that gold medal from World Juniors way back in the day. So he's got plenty of hardware from international play. He's got some hardware with the Stanley Cup. He doesn't have quite that much hardware as far as personal stuff. He was second in voting for the Hart Trophy back in 2014 when he scored 31 goals, 56 assists for 87 points. Not his best season. His best season was 2009. 25 goals, 66 assists, 91 points. I felt like that was a more complete year for Ryan Getzloff, that 91-point campaign. He was out of his mind that season. But in 2014, that was a successful year for the Ducks until they ran into the Kings in Game 7 of the Conference Finals, but that's Game 7 failures notwithstanding. He had a very, very good year. So he's come close on a lot of personal awards. He has been a multiple-time All-Star. So there's that. But Ryan Getzloff does face the uncertainty of will there be hockey this season? I think there will be hockey at some point this season because it is the NHL. They have the playoff revenue. They have the television revenue. So I think he'll play some more games soon. He'll get to 1,000 points. If he plays three or four more seasons, which, which I think he absolutely will, if Corey Perry can keep going and he's going to keep going for a couple seasons, then there's no reason that Ryan Getzloff shouldn't do the same. He's still very good in the faceoff dot. In fact, he has gotten better in the faceoff circle with 54.3 and 51.3% on the faceoff dot the past two seasons. Those are both career bests. So that's a good reason why you should keep Getzloff around. He is still a good center and a good captain for the Ducks, but also a good locker room kind of guy. So you want that guy around on your team. Yes, he is 35 years old right now. But if he does play three or four more seasons, there's no reason why he shouldn't get to 1,100 points. Absolutely none. Look, he spent his whole career in Anaheim. He scored double-digit goals in every single season. And he's the postseason leader for the Ducks in games played, goals, assists, and points. He does come through in the clutch when you absolutely need it. So for that reason also, he should be in the Hall of Fame. Absolutely. But I'm going to do some comparison games here. Look at who else has recently gotten into the Hockey Hall of Fame. And I'm going to go back to the last maybe decade or so. Let's look at Joe Neuendijk. He made it with 1,126 points. He got in. Pavel Bure got in with 779 points. But that 2012 class was out of this world. Scott Niedermeyer got in with 740 points. Chris Chelios, he got in with 948 points. Chelios was a fantastic player, but he also won three Stanley Cups. So I think that has a little bit to do with it as well. Then you get into some of the other guys. You get into Peter Forsberg. Look, he dominated for a lot of years. Yeah, he should absolutely be in the Hall of Fame. He's also a longtime center in the National Hockey League. He played 14 seasons. He only has 755 points, but he only played 591 games. So for that, he was very good in a short amount of time. He maybe had seven or eight very good years and then petered off after that, unfortunately, once he left the Colorado Avs. But there is the argument that Peter Forsberg was good because of the guys around him. And he was a residue of the roster around him. 
So I saw the argument for and against Peter Forsberg making the Hall of Fame. Look, he had retired for a while. The only reason he didn't get in sooner was because he played those two games in 2011. Otherwise, Forsberg might have got in sooner, but that's neither here nor there. Then you get into some of the other guys that have recently made it. Look at that 2015 class. Yeah, they all hover around the same amount of points. Look at 2016. Look at Eric Lindros. He made it in as a player. He only scored 865 points as a center. He only played 760 games. Another guy that was very good for a few years and then got in. Ryan Getzloff has been consistently good for a number of years. And he also had some great years. So you talk about guys that should absolutely be in the Hall of Fame. If Eric Lindros can make it, then yeah, Getzloff should make it. And let's think about this. Getzloff has 965 career points. He's 135 points away from that 1,100-point mark. Currently, 62 players, about to be 63 players, have scored 1,100 points or more. And out of those 62 players that have scored that much, only about 10 or 11 are not in the Hall of Fame. And that's because half of those guys are still in the league. They're still playing. And another couple of those guys just recently retired. Yarmer Yager. He just recently retired, but he just got inducted. So he's going to be in the Hall of Fame. Joe Thornton. He's still playing and somehow still getting signed elsewhere. Yeah, I don't know if you guys saw that, but Joe Thornton is going to Toronto. Oh boy, I didn't believe that one when I saw it. But he's a surefire Hall of Famer. But he's still playing. Pierre Turgeon. Yeah, he's probably one of those guys that may or may not eventually get in the Hall of Fame. I think he's deserving a Hall of Fame, personally, Pierre Turgeon. I hope he does eventually get in. Alexander Ovechkin, he's still playing. Sidney Crosby, he's still playing. Jeremy Roenick, probably not in for other reasons. Bernie Nichols, he should be in the Hall of Fame. So should Vincent Dampos. Patrick Marlowe. Well, he's still playing, obviously. Rod Brendamore is an interesting case. I think he should get in. And Daniel Alfredson. That's it. Those are the guys that are not in the Hall of Fame with 1,100 or more points. Yeah, if Getsy gets to 1,100, yes, he should absolutely get in. I know 1,000 seems to be that number, that magic number that says you should get in the Hall of Fame. But there's a bunch of 1,000 pointers that are not in. I would say 1,100 points is that magical mark that decides whether you should or should not be in the Hall of Fame. I think he'll get there. Therefore, Getzloff will be a Hall of Famer. That's the case I'm making for today on this Saturday night. So with that, I'm going to bid you all a fond adieu and say thank you all so much for listening. Be sure to rate, comment, subscribe if you have not already. Be sure to follow me on Twitter at StimpyJD. Follow the show at LO underscore Ducks. And tell your smart device to play Locked On NHL to hear the dulcet tones of Sarah Avampados on there, Chris Maselli's there, Adam Denker's there. There's a slew of fantastic hosts hosting Locked On NHL. So be sure to give that a listen. Also, you can hear this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you hear your podcasts. Thank you all so much once again. And it is Saturday night. We will have no show on Sunday because how often have we had shows on Sunday? Almost never, right? 
We'll be back next week for sure with some more fantastic episodes. One or two special guests at least. And we're going to have some fun next week. So be sure to stay tuned in for that. For Locked on Anaheim Ducks, I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez saying have a great rest of the weekend. Stay safe. Be kind to one another. And go Dodgers and Ducks fly together.